<laughs> and got it. Got it. Excellent. Good to go. Good to go. Excellent. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. Before we get started with today's guest, uh, just make sure to hit that like, follow, or subscribe button to wherever it is you're listening or watching. Uh, there's quite a bit of platforms. And we were just laughing earlier because with my guest today, we, we usually speak in French. So I had to remember to switch to English. So <laughs> it was really close. I almost started the intro in, in French. If we switch over, I do apologize. But today we have a, a, actually, I think it's a very important topic to bring up because it's very common, but everybody keeps it hush hush. Nobody wants to talk about it. There's not a lot of resources out there. And we really want to kind of dismantle the stigma of uh, young mothers. I work a lot with parents, um, and it's the same with dads. I'm a, a strong advocate of giving dads the, the props that they, they deserve when they show up for their children, but it's the same. A mother is a mother. A father is a father, no matter what the situation is, and I've had the uh, the Actually, it was a privilege for me to work with a lot of different types of uh, family portraits, and they all had great values. At the end of the day, we all want the best for our children, so we need to take that stigma away of judging people for whatever situation they're dealing with. So that's what I have today. It was a big introduction, but I have Catherine here today with me to talk about her experience. As I've had the pleasure of working with her on the TV talk show for our French uh, local network here in Ottawa at TV Rogers. So her episode will be airing in December as well for those who want to see it in French. Uh, I've had the pleasure to interview Catherine on TV as well. So thank you so much. I was just about to switch to French. Thank you so much, Catherine. For, for coming on and sharing your story. Thanks. Uh, it's, it's a great pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Yeah. And can you just kind of tell us briefly your story? Uh, I know we, we could talk about it all day, but just briefly uh, tell us about your, your backstory so people can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, of course. So when I was 19, I met my first ever boyfriend and soon after um, found out I was pregnant which was a big shock um, to both of us. And I knew immediately that we had three options of those three options. Well, the three options, sorry, were to keep the baby um, adoption, which personally I felt if I went through with the pregnancy that I would keep the child. That was just my own personal belief. And, mm -hmm. um, and termination was the, the third option. So, um, when I went to the doctors and they just give you pamphlets and they kind of send you on your way, um, <laughs> yeah. I found Planned Parenthood has counseling, which was a game changer for me. Um, they, when we went there, they separated Patrick and I, um, they interviewed me once they were certain and comfortable that Patrick and I were on the same page with what we were coming for. Mm -hmm. Making sure, for example, I wasn't being pressured into this decision, whatever. Um, they brought us in together for counseling and they offered financial counseling, which was a really big thing. So um, mm. they talked to us about what rent would be, how much diapers cost, how much formula costs, all these different things. And it's in that moment that I realized, hey, I can do this. This is a mm. real plan now. And that's where I actually made my decision in the counseling session of Planned Parenthood that I was going to keep this child and I was going to give it the best life I could. 
Wow. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. I'm glad you started off straight off the bat with that because uh, you took it upon yourself. Like you say, it's not something that was planned uh, for uh, those all sorts of different reasons. And um, a lot of situations like this, a lot of women, mostly women, but the young couples that go through it really don't know where to start. And that's, I actually learned that from you when I interviewed you at first that the, the clinics are there and they're really thorough. And they say, yeah. we're not bringing you in that back room until we're 100% sure that this you want to go through with this one option. And I thought that was amazing that there's there is a stigma on Planned Parenthood and there those is. clinics, and it's always so controversial. But the, to even go through the finances and say, this is the reality of yes. being a parent and to, for you at 19 then going through everything that it's you're going scary. through you know, I had a part-time job and yeah I had to start thinking about okay well a part-time job isn't going to do it you know I got to be on a full-time job at the very least it, and it just brought everything like it kind of gave me a plan and a way forward which I didn't have yeah. before I almost felt uh, lost you know yeah. so so to have finally a concrete plan that wow I can do this that's what yeah. really helped me make my decision. Yeah, and that's that's what that doesn't just go for you know t- young teen moms or or for any age. Honestly, yeah. I'm speaking from experience. No matter how old you are, you're not ready for that first child. No matter how ready you think you are, yeah. uh, so just to have that option, just okay, let's sit down and 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 jot this down and see how this looks. It's amazing. Um, now at 19, obviously this is the sociable years, you know, you're in yes. high school, you got lots of friends, you're, you know, you're living your life and now you're faced with these choices. Um, how did those choices change the way you looked at life at that particular moment? So it changed the course of my life as I knew it. Um, mm-hmm. I now had all this responsibility, example, rent, food, my ongoing pregnancy, which I had to be healthy for myself and my unborn child at the time. Um, And although I was happy with my decision and I was certain of my decision, there was a lot of sadness and loneliness because as you mentioned, my peers were going out partying, were going, you know, out and doing whatever, whenever they wanted. And I'm Mm -hmm. kind of thrown into this world of adulthood, so to speak. Um, Yeah. And then only now in my life, I'm 28 now, are my friends starting to join me in yeah. parenthood. So, so at the time, like I said, it was a lot of loneliness and it changed from my priority changed from school to work slash my career. So yeah. I, I was no longer looking to go at that time. I was no longer planning on going to college. I was more planning on starting my career, starting a work, a job that could support my family and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge change when you're thinking you're just going to live your life and enjoy it before the responsibilities hit you. But yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned your friends are kind of catching up to where you're at right now. Cause it was the same. I, I was 24 with my first. So, but it took a good 10 years before our friends actually, we were considered to be young at that time. So yeah, I know what, what you mean. And uh, what was the toughest thing? Would you say was the what was the toughest thing for you to give up when um, you knew that uh, re- you were going to be a parent now and and I nobody's going like to my freedom, so to speak, giving up yeah. doing whatever whenever I wanted with not a care in the world. You know, um, mm-hmm. now I had two people: my partner Patrick and my 
child to think of, you know, so I couldn't, and we had to think about money, we had to think about this and that. And so I couldn't just do whatever, whenever, and I'd say that was the hardest thing to give up, Mm -hmm. so to speak, I was just maybe doing it a lot less often. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you also that feeling of probably you you felt and this is why I like bringing you on to this show is you feel alone. A lot of mothers, young mothers who are faced with this and you were you had your partner a lot. You know, some don't have the the, the, the father. uh, So you really do feel alone and your your friends just you see your friends slowly pulling away and you're just sitting there going, all right. Yeah. And I wanted, this isn't part of the questions, but I wanted to kind of bring it up. You did bring it up on the, on the French talk show it was um, the approach that you and your partner, you and Patrick had going in. I thought that blew my mind away again. I learned so much from talking to you um, and that. I think it's an important message that it's not the age, it's not the situation. If you if you take time to listen to somebody's reality, you, you can actually learn something. You actually got together saying, okay, the odds are against us to begin with. Let's make this right. Can you kind of share? I know I, I'm throwing you for a loop on that no, one. I don't prepare right. you. But I think it's a very important because even at any age, I think that that's the approach we should have to coming into a relationship, whether it's planned or not. Um, can you share that a little bit how you guys had that sit down okay so Patrick and I realized um I was 19 he was uh in his 20s 21 22 around there um we realized we were each other's first ever boyfriend girlfriend you know the odds of us staying together through the pregnancy or even afterwards were very low um so Mm -hmm. the whole pregnancy we had discussions about how we would want to raise our child should we separate we talked about the values we would want to instill um the habits um how it would be at my house at his house and how we would stay connected and discussing um we made the decision to keep nico also very um separate because i had offered personally not everyone would do this but i had offered to carry the child for him should he want it and i decide i not So we Mm. really both made the decision separately, but at the same time, very much together, which made us, I find like we're still together today. It gave us Mm -hmm. such a strong foundation because we knew what we wanted. There was no guessing. We knew this is how we want this child raised. And it just, and we fell into that. Mm -hmm. Then that's, that's what, that's what is, I find incredible. And like I said, if, everybody would have those sit downs (laughs) before they get together I think it would because it's been what nine years now you're still strong you had all the odds against you Uh, people will automatically kind of veer you prepare you for that split you know but you guys are still together you build a family together you have a home together and and I think that's incredible so really uh props to you on that one I'm I'm just like taking notes I'm like yeah I should have done that (laughs) so everybody who's listening listen to the wisdom here (laughs) the other um the other thing that a lot of young mothers are faced with is there's not a lot of support out there you're harshly judged Uh, family may actually turn their backs on you depending on the situation where were you able to find your support when you had to go through all of this so I had to find support three ways the first way was my partner And as previously mentioned, like we made those discussions. So we were basically planning on us not staying together for (laughs) years, but we had support for each other. 
So <laughs> that was my first support. The second support was my family. So my mom, my dad, my, I have three sisters. So my sisters, and although initially, for example, my parents weren't excited and <laughs> babies coming, you know, um, they were 100% supportive to me. Mm-hmm. They were ready to support me through whatever decision I made, which was really hard for me at 19 because I really wanted my parents to give me the answer. And yeah. they couldn't, you know. Um, and the last support was Patrick's family, which I was the most nervous about. I wasn't sure how they were going to take it. But mm-hmm. um, from the beginning, although, again, they weren't necessarily excited, they were very supportive to Patrick and I. So for me, it was really turning to family and a few close friends. I did lose, unfortunately, some friends during this transition. Yeah. But um, my family was really my rock during that time. So, yeah. That is that is great. Yeah. And if you can get that support, that's uh, that's amazing. And for, for anybody, so some people not necessarily have the family is there is other support out there and, and it's important to go get it. You can't, doing it alone is not easy, but there's no. a lot of people out there. And it's when you talk about it, because this is a topic that a lot of people won't talk about. I mean, back in the day, you used to hide. This is something that, that happens frequently, but you kind of hide it. Uh, talk about it. Yeah. talk about it make it normal for people to to know that it's it, you're not the only one going through this and it, it something positive can come out of it um you know many people still judge harshly the young mothers and, and without even knowing what the situation is uh they'll they'll definitely give you that that look you know when you're going out to the store and you're like uh, you know you get those looks uh the family may be a little uncomfortable with it as well so what would your advice be to young uh, women who are going through something like this and uh really need to get over that self-conscious uh thing that they're going through what would your advice be to, to young women out there so this was um this question really spoke to me I took a lot mm-hmm. of time to kind of think about how I wanted to answer because there's so many things I could say but honestly the thing that spoke most to me when I thought back on it was make the choice that's right for you and commit mm-hmm. to it Okay. That doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. Like, oh, the decision's made, we're done. No, Mm -hmm. you have to commit to your decision and really like stick by it. Not saying things can change, you know, plans change, everything changes, but really stick to it, commit to it. And even if there are struggles or hills you have to climb, you know, it's normal. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone, even older moms are going through very similar things that young moms are doing, you know, so, yeah. you know, a kid having a meltdown in the store, you know, things yeah. like that, it's all normal. But I feel like those looks to a young mom are kind of more, you know, they, they hit a yeah. little harder. Yeah, there's definitely more judgment there. Even if you have an older mother that has a child with a meltdown, you're thinking, oh, it's just a bad day. But yeah. you see a young mother with a child having a meltdown, they're like, oh, you see, they can't. So they're not parenting correctly, you know, they're not. because there's no discipline, you know. What exactly. So at the end, I mean, you're the proof that it's, it's really <laughs> not the case because I think you handle it a lot more maturely than most, uh, you know, most of us do. <laughs> so it's wonderful. And again, for all the, the the young ladies out there who are going it, yeah. And that's what I like. The voice that you're giving is stick to your values. You know what you want. You know what's best for you. At the end of the day, people will kind of let you down. Um, you need to be able to stay strong and stay solid. So yeah, follow your heart and 
as long as you have the baby's interest and your your best interest at hand, then, then everything will fall into place. But it's not easy. No, no matter what the it's not easy. But yeah, uh, it's easy to get influenced. Like you said, you said it yourself. Like you wish your parents would give you the answer. Be like, can you not just give me this answer, please? I don't want to think about this. You got to you got to stick to it, and yeah. it uh, it comes out great. You have uh, another little one now, and she is adorable. So your family is growing. You're, you know, uh, how do you find that balance between family, between work, between everything else that's, that's thrown at you? <laughs> so that's really funny. I'm still working on finding the balance. If you have the answer, please give it to me. I haven't um, found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but all joking is like, you know, it's really difficult. Um, the mm-hmm. best I can say is like, I, I try to take care of yourself. You can't pour out of an empty cup. So if you take care of yourself, everything else kind of, yeah. you can manage, you know? So, you know, as hard as it is to balance work, life, doctor's appointments, who knows, school, you know, everything yeah. kind of thrown at you. Take it one step at a time. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself, you know, take that time when you need to take a nap, take the nap, you know, <laughs> things like that, so that you have the energy to really deal with these things. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, sometimes it's even just to take a shower as, yeah. as a mother, as a new mother in general. It's like, when was the last time I took a shower? Yeah. I'm so worried you about your big messy bun, and you know, you're up in there, and it's like, oh my gosh, I just need a moment <laughs> i need a moment that's right oh so funny another i guess it's another question i have for you is when you're you're 19 you know you have you you kind of start thinking about what your family life will be once you have your own family um how did your experience change how you viewed uh, what your family would be like once uh, once you you started one so it changed um for example Sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts. No, no, that's okay. Um, (laughs) For one thing, it was, my pregnancies were very differently received for my son, who's now seven, and my daughter, who's now two. The first one was like, woo, are we excited? Like, what's happening? You know, very shocked and uh, concerned even. But with my daughter, I was more age-appropriate. And it was all excitement and glitter and rainbows, you know? So so that was, that, I think that's when I realized it had changed my view on my family, if that makes Mm. sense. Like, I didn't realize I had kind of been hiding my age for a long time. Mm. So for example, at work, I don't say my age because I have a lot of responsibility at work. And when people do find out my age, they're usually shocked. So they know I have two kids at home. They know I have a partner. They know I have all this and I have a lot of responsibility at work. But when, when it comes to finding out my age, they're like, Whoa, you're you're so young, you know? And it's like, yeah, but you know, um, so, but in the end, I feel I made the right choice for myself and I did have another baby with Patrick, you know, years later, but yeah, so um, I built a life I'm proud of. And I think I've done a pretty good job. So although it's changed the way, like, it's hard to explain how it changed the view, because like I said, I don't mention my age, this and that. But now, when I mention my age, like, oh, that's okay. You know, you've got a two year old. And it's like, yeah, but I've also got a seven year old, you know, so (laughs) it's hard to explain. But that's how I could kind of bottle it up. Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that you're with the same partner. That's another yes. thing where you feel like, oh, okay, same, you know, same father. Okay. And so it's, it's funny how 
people will kind of make you look at things differently for you. It's just, that's just the way it is, but it's, yeah. it's people's reaction. And you're just like, Oh, okay. Maybe I should, you know, re-explain, but no, it's amazing. And I, that's what I like about watching you and your family is, you know, the interaction within the family, how the kids are involved in an everyday life. It's, it's just the way family is there's nothing different a mother is a mother a father is a father a couple yeah. is a couple it's amazing um what kind of wisdom is funny that you say that because you're like people think i'm too young but do you have like i said you i've learned from you you have wisdom to share what what would you like to share with our listeners is something that you wish you would have known that would have made your life easier um you know if you wish you would have known sooner or something that you want to pass down to your children you know it's like my kids need to know this so that their life can be easier what would you like to share so one thing um just because you're young doesn't mean you don't know Mm -hmm. what's best for your child that's one thing that was really i learned the hard way okay i got um shut down a lot told what to do even though i knew that wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may need to fight a little harder to be heard yeah. or believed. But like I said, um, just because you're young doesn't mean you don't know what's best for your child. That's the biggest wisdom that I can kind of give because especially this year for me personally, I've had to become my son's advocate because he does have like speech impediments and learning difficulties. So contacting the school and it's uncomfortable. It's not easy. Yeah, you know, going to the school and be like, this is what he requires to succeed. And the school kind of sometimes coming back and be like, no, we do it this way. And it's like, Mm. it doesn't work for him, you know? And finally, now we're on the same page, but that took a lot of work to get there. Yeah, that's already a struggle on its own for any parents who's going through that. Um, And then again, uh, the, the age factor there where you're not necessarily taken seriously but i i've worked in in um child care centers in schools for uh, almost 20 years and i i could tell you that it's not the age that makes you a good parent um and you know what's best so i love that send that message people share this message you know what's best and the schools will tell you parents are the first educators the first teachers of their children but we gotta we gotta you know put that into action and practice what you preach parents do know what's best for their child and and we need to respect that so i think that's an amazing message keep as long as it's your child's best interest at heart uh it's the right decision even if there's some adjustments to make later on as the best one yeah. uh so you were saying you you know you have your your two-year-old as well you have the, the family the work or anything new any new projects coming up for you anything uh um I'm mostly been working on myself lately. I mm-hmm. feel like put myself on the back burner for so long. I kind of need to bring myself forward a bit. Um, yeah. Another thing I've been working a lot on is making sure my children get what they need. As previously mentioned, um, my son's in speech therapy and uh, he has learning difficulties, occupational therapy, all these things. Mm-hmm. So these are big priorities. That's what I've been really working on and constantly and actively working on my relationship with Patrick. That's another one that's like really hard. <laughs> So, so we're, we're always, these are all the things that are constantly on my mind for what am I working on? That's, that's pretty yeah. for me. 
And that's a pretty solid goals there because, yeah, the, the, the relationships evolve as the kids get older. You, you know, you got to find yourself as a couple. Uh, so I think that's great. That's, that's why I'm always amazed. Like, you're, you're so wise. <laughs> you, get, you know, you guys are really, really doing it, uh, a great a great job together. I know it's not always easy, but for the outside looking in, I was like, wow, I should have known this back in the day. <laughs> so that's why I love bringing you on. If and anybody who would like to, because I know I follow you on Instagram um, and you post pictures of, you know, your little daughter in the shop with daddy and, and all of that, which is great because I am a big advocate of learning through play as well. And uh, this is just, you just give great examples of, of how much knowledge your your kids are getting through through the home environment. Is there any way, if you want to share, I don't want to put you on the spot there, but can people reach you or follow you, well, maybe follow you uh, or if they want to bring you on to talk further about uh, on their own shows or, or talk about the, you know, being an advocate for, for, uh, for who, you know, who you represent and the voice that you give, how can people follow you? Um, the best way would probably be Instagram. I'm very responsive on Instagram. So definitely follow me there or reach out to me there, but also Facebook. I'm very open to Facebook being um, reached out, but again, it's, it's kind of like private, right? So you have to request. Yeah. So Instagram <laughs> would be easiest. Okay. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Like I said, this is a topic that pe- more people need to um, talk about. Uh, it is very uh, important to give that voice to women. I mean, it's a, it's people hide it. People won't want to talk about it, but it's so common. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's important to give that voice to young mothers and to help them, to support them, to give them the tools and the resources that, so that they're more solid in their decisions. So I, I really thank you for coming on and sharing. And again, for everybody, uh, we do have the French interview that's coming up. I will be posting it on my on my channels as well um, to talk. If, you, if you're more comfortable in French, uh, you'll be able to hear Catherine's story uh, on there as well on TV Rogers, Ottawa. So thank you again so much, Catherine for coming on well make sure to put your information in the comments in the description so people can follow you and just keep keep doing the, the, what you do it's so beautiful to see your family so it's so beautiful family so thanks again for coming on and uh, for everybody that's watching or listening depending on which channel you're on make sure to like follow subscribe partake in this conversation write some comments and you know support uh give give everybody a voice and uh, again thank you everyone for watching for listening until next time stay safe stay awesome and we will talk soon